Welcome to another edition of the None of Your Business Podcast. I hope that you're enjoying these podcasts. I hope that you're finding tremendous value. You know, coming up as we evolve out of this whole coronavirus pandemic, if you haven't noticed that during the pandemic, almost the only thing that big media is covering is the pandemic itself. You know, how many cases are there? How many deaths are there? a cure, a vaccine, the politics. But look, when this ends, and it will end soon, big media is going to have inventory that they're gonna be looking to fill with genuine stories that are impactful, not just coronavirus related. I believe that those of you that are providing services to the world that genuinely have the possibility of impacting and changing the world, are going to see tremendous opportunities with media. But one of the things that I know is that most of us, we have no idea exactly how to get on TV, how to get on radio, how to get media to cover us. We literally just sit at home or sit in our offices hoping that someday media will reach out to us. Well, today I'm going to share with you a, an interview that we did, Lacey and I did, with Chris Winfield and Jen Gottlieb of Super Connectors Media, where they very graciously outlined exactly what we need to be doing to get ourselves ready to be garnering media coverage, something that I believe is absolutely critical for those of you with a service big enough to change the world. have with us super special guests plus one you already got to meet one of our guests today chris winfield and today we have arguably his better half Jen. or not arguably the better half <laughs> well, be nice to chris I mean, come on. they're both wonderful Chris texts me encouraging messages like i love chris Aww. so we had uh chris a little while back when we were talking about getting media and as you guys know here in black diamond club we've been telling you this for a long time as far as part of our five stage post corona virus plan to get you back into business right now we are about to begin stage four which is rally as we're rallying your communities one of the things that i did not talk about last night in our live is that on the back half of rally of course, we're going to be coming out of coronavirus, and then all of a sudden, inventory and media is going to become available. And I feel that it is absolutely critical that you are well positioned to garner the media coverage, but also know how to promote your business without feeling sleazy, gross, and feel like you're just self-serving. And so we've brought back Chris and Jen they're going to talk to us today about how to get media during tough times and how to run business without feeling gross. Ready? Let's do it. Hey, Jen and Chris, thanks for being with us. Hi, guys. Hi. What's up? We're so excited to be here with you. I'm so excited because you got to party with Chris a little bit, but now I get to join. So, so I, I want to actually just let everyone know that like it's been unbelievably busy. I reached out to Sean and said, I can we come on and teach like what is going on in this black diamond club? And like that's like I could show you the text, uh, or maybe it's a Facebook message, but that just to like put things in perspective, there's a lot of noise out there right now. And there, you guys are some of the few that are cutting through that noise. And it's just like, I wanna be part of, like I wanna be associated with winners. So <laughs> we legit said like, hey, can we just come on and teach your people? Just because there's something special that you guys are doing and it's really, really amazing. Oh, thank you. Yeah, we're super excited so awesome. to have you guys come on. And I know this is something that the members of the Black Diamond Club, they're always trying to figure out because the last thing anybody feels like they want to do 
is promote themselves. And so do we even have a lot of members that are actually getting coverage in the news for some of the benevolent acts they're doing? And then they don't leverage it because they do get that weird feeling of like, oh, I don't want to be self-serving. So when you got, when Sean told me the topic, I was like, this is perfect. I can't wait for you guys to just unleash all of your knowledge on them today. So tell us. Where do we start? <laughs> oh my God. Um, so Can we share a screen? Yeah, do you want us to share a screen? Or yeah, absolutely. Okay, right. so we, can, yours. we have a full deck presentation for you guys. If you yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna do a quick little masterclass for you. Not even that quick, but we figured like, let's really break it down and show people everything. Um, so if you guys, if let us know in the Facebook comments, hopefully we can see the comments, but um, we wanna go in depth and really like teach you guys. So if that's cool. Yes, uh, so for, every, for all of our uh, viewers live, make sure that if you have questions or comments, post them up. We will make sure that they pop up on Chris and Jen's screen. If uh, they miss it, we'll just uh, we'll pipe in and let them know this is your chance. People pay big money for an opportunity like this to spend some time with Chris and Jen. So we're going to turn it over to you guys. All right. Amazing. Awesome. Let's do it. And by the way, I just want to just one more shout out to you guys, like in terms of like how to promote yourself without being gross, like. You guys are masters of it, and <laughs> I, I'm not like I, I'm, I love you both, and like I, but I would not just come on and say that if I didn't really believe it. And I am telling you, you can grab this as a use it as a testimonial or whatever. Like it's the truth. Like I'm, I watch what people do, and you guys are cutting through the noise because it's also based on how much you care, and you cannot fake that. So I just want to like, and if so, if, let's just start with that, like care, like care with the everything that you do and that like, then it's impossible to be gross. Um, all right, let me share my screen. I, by the way, this looks all messed up because I had to go on like the way back web to get it. So it looked a little bit better, didn't have all those broken images, but it was a web design company and search engine optimization company. And I was not meant to be an entrepreneur. I, everyone in my family worked in a school system. I was the first person to get a job outside of a school system. And I worked at a company, a web design company at the end of the dot-com era, and it, which was a horrible experience. Um, and I wound up leaving and starting and creating my own web design company. But I had a few problems, and maybe you can relate to these. I had no money, legit no money, no connection. So it's ironic that we're now called Super Connector Media. I had no connections. I was the least connected person. I, again, like I didn't come from any type of um background with entrepreneurs business anything like that no money no connections and there was 50 million other web design agencies um slight exaggeration but it was you know a commodity there's lots of them so just like there's tons of chiropractors out there or tons of doctors or um you know tons of coaches it's like if there's if you're in an industry like that which is most it, you have to differentiate yourself. So I started thinking about it and I thought about like, what, what could that be for me? Like, how can I get money? How can I get connections? How can I differentiate myself? And I started thinking about PR and I wound up teaching myself and learning how to do this. And I got in some, the, an article, this is back in 2003. It's really ironic. This was like at, right when remote working was just starting to become a thing. Um, it's now, you know, we've come full circle where everything is, everyone's remote now. And I wound up getting in this article in the New York Times and they mentioned my company name. But the most important thing for me was that I could start telling people this as seen in the New York Times. And that helped me to start getting some, help close some business because I was differentiating. I, I would send people this article and I would have this on my website and in uh, in my email signature and all these different things. 
Now, most importantly, I use that to leverage to get my first like real big um, media spot. This was USA Today. This was back when USA Today, back when people stayed in hotels um, and USA Today was on the doorstep of every single hotel room. And this one mention in this article was worth over $1.8 million directly to me because I wound up getting a huge client from there. Literally, they found me within um, six hours and they were on a sales call and they wound up paying us um, $1.8 million over three years. And then I also leveraged that for all these other things for speaking engagements and also getting in many, many more articles with that same exact um, writer. And it, when I did this post on Facebook, he, I, he wrote me and said, um, glad that worked out for you. I keep waiting for him to like send me a bill or something like that. So our one of our mottos is advertising is what you pay for. Publicity is what you pray for. So good publicity can make the difference. So media, like we talked about a little bit earlier, equals instant credibility. Like when we said somebody else calls you the super connector, suddenly it means you're the super connector. They've anointed you as the super connector. So this is one of our clients, Amy Lacey, and she has a company called Cauliflower Foods. She created the cauliflower pizza crust craze. And you might not necessarily know who Amy Lacey is, but if you see Amy Lacey's picture next to CNBC, Dr. Oz, Specialty Food, The View, Today, suddenly you're like, oh, okay, cool. I I would buy her book. She's legit. I, I know who she is. I feel like I know her because the media, the people that you know, like, and trust anointed her as somebody that you should know. Why publicity? Why now? Did we miss something? Yeah. There we go. And this is Neil Patel. And if you don't know who Neil Patel is, Neil Patel is one of our good friends, but he's also one of the world's best marketers. And so if you're not in the online marketing world, you may not know who Neil is. But even Neil, who's one of the best marketers of all time, puts his media hits in his bio on his website. So he's a New York Times bestselling author. The Wall Street Journal calls him a top influencer on the web. And Forbes says he's one of the top 10 marketers and entrepreneur magazine says he's created one of the 100 most brilliant companies that's in neil's bio on that's no you know he's like the marketing guru and he doesn't have all the marketing stuff he puts media in his bio and suddenly you're like oh i guess he is the world's greatest marketer if all these people say so so why publicity why now what are people doing right now, all day, every day? Think and we're about talking it. about like right now, now in like this today, moment. like with everything going on with coronavirus, pandemic, everything. What are people, why do you need publicity? Why now? Well, think about it. People are sitting around watching the news, checking their social media, checking the internet, and they're looking for mentors right now. They're looking for answers. They're looking for certainty. They're looking for people to guide them, to tell them what to do. They're just watching TV all day long. So now is the time to position yourself as an expert, because if you can position yourself as a at this time as an expert for these people, they're going to be super fans forever. So here, this is a recent study, um, and they found that over 80% of consumers in the US and UK said they're consuming more content since the outbreak with broadcast TV and online videos um, being the primary medium. So just a really, really important thing to remember that your customers, your people are watching more and more content, more TV. Um, and that they're just consuming more. Ages are gone. We used to get to speak on stages. Chris and I used to get to speak on stages and travel all over the place and get our message out there by speaking. And now those aren't there anymore right now at this moment. But the big stage, the TV, media, news, articles, podcasts, those have become our stages. So we can leverage those as our stages now and we can really gain that credibility as experts and thought leaders and get those people signed up for our email list, on our Instagram, on our Facebook, just by being in mainstream media. Build authority and credibility. So now at the time, like I said, people are searching for you right now. They are literally sitting there looking for somebody that's an expert that can help give them more certainty. So if you can be that person, you're going to gain authority like nobody's business. 
help people with your gifts. Now's the time. Now people need you more than ever. Now is the time to show up. And if you know something that can help people during this time, if you you need it's it is your responsibility to show up and help people and be visible and share your gifts with the world. Earned media effectiveness and cost. So let me just break this one down really quickly. So right before the whole coronavirus thing hit, um, it, this seems like it was, I don't know, 15 years ago, but um, we created this, we, we, we kind of saw stuff happening. We created this guide about how to help recession-proof your marketing with media. And one of the things we pointed out in there was, it, if you guys remember, it seems crazy now, but, um, and this is not a political thing at all, but this was a really interesting thing that happened from um, with Joe Biden in South Carolina when he came, pretty much came back from the dead. Um, but Politico, which is not a marketing, it's, you know, they write about politics. They talked about the, the, what really had wound up helping him so much was that the amount of positive coverage he received after polls closed in South Carolina was worth over $100 million. Um, the results seem to answer rather definitely that so-called earned media free coverage is superior to paid advertising. Here's an extra a little post note here. Um, Bloomberg, who you know spent like wound up spending I think over a billion dollars, was on track to win four delegates, which means he paid over 100 million per delegate. So just an interesting thing, and especially now the cost and effectiveness is even greater. So. Promotion isn't gross. Like I said earlier, it's your responsibility because every single day that goes by that you guys are not showing up and being visible and helping those people that need you to find you, they're going to hire somebody else and they're going to pay somebody else that's not necessarily as good, that doesn't necessarily care as much. So you need to show up. And if you're not showing up because you feel like it's gross, then you're not fulfilling your responsibility and you're being a little bit selfish. But there is one thing that keeps us from showing up, that keeps us from thinking that we can do it. And it's this very, very, very prevalent disease that's, I would say, just as rampant as coronavirus right now, and that's imposter syndrome. So we have this really legit little graph here that we found um, types of people who have imposter syndrome and all of the smart, successful people that you think have their shit together can have imposter syndrome, including me almost every single day. So I used to host a television show on VH1 for 14 seasons, and I got to meet all of these major rock stars, like these people that I would idolize and think that they have everything and they are the most confident people in the entire world. And Sammy Hagar and Slash, they would come onto my set and they would be like, did I do okay? I'm so nervous. And after they would do their interview, they'd be like, was it all right? Was it good enough? They felt like imposters. So if the biggest rock stars in the entire world feel like they're imposters, imposter syndrome is a totally normal thing. And we can all just know that it's normal. We have it. And there are ways to get past it. One of the main ways that I get through imposter syndrome when I'm feeling like I can't show up in the media or who am I to be talking about what I do or who am I to be visible is I do something called a badass list. And I want you guys to all do this because it's incredible. Sean Lacey, I recommend you guys do it too. It is the most powerful tool that I have in my tool belt and I use it almost every single day. So I want you guys to take out your phone in your notes so that you have it with you all the time. So in your notepad and write down a dump list of all of the times in your life when you were a complete and total badass. And that can be anything. It can be anything from when you spoke on a stage and sold millions of dollars, or when you married your spouse, or when you had your first kid, or when you ran a marathon. Every single thing that you can think about, I want you to just write it down. Because sometimes we forget how badass we are, and we forget what our, how cool our story is because we're, you know, we're too close to it. So then when you read that list, anytime you're feeling like an imposter, anytime you feel like you are not worthy of doing something, take out your phone, take out your notepad and read that list, but read it as if you were reading about somebody else that you are FOMOing over on social media. So, you know, you're scrolling, you're looking at somebody else and you're saying, oh my God, they did all these cool things and marvel at that person for a minute. And then remember that that person is you. And every single time that you feel like you can't show up because who are you to be talking about what you talk about? I want you to remember how badass you are. 
you want to do it? Do you want to give them a couple minutes? Sure. I mean, <laughs> I can't see them, so I don't know. I think that they should just do it after because we've got a lot All to right. get to. Cool. Let's. That'll be your homework. Create your badass list. We're gonna ask Sean or you guys to share some of those. So just start thinking about it, and it it can be anything. So it can be a, a business goal. It can be a personal, like anything that like you did that you're like, wow, I was a badass. Um, it, it it counts for that. This how do I insert myself into the conversation? So that is the main way right now we're, we've been hearing from a lot of media and like the really cool news is, is that there's so many opportunities right now to be in the media. There, there's like, we're getting our clients in so many different shows and articles and everything. But the main thing that they're looking for is we need you to insert yourself into what's going on right now in the news. So how do you bring your expertise to what's going on, which is quarantine, coronavirus? Yeah, and right now, this is what a lot of people are saying, like, how do I do that? How do I, how do I, and this is what Sean and Lacey had mentioned, like that people are saying, like, how do I share about this stuff? How do, what I say, how do I get to talk about this? and not seem overly promotional, not seem like I'm opportunistic or not see, like, how do I make it fit for me? So let's talk about it a little bit because this is the thing that's, you know, obviously on top of so many people's minds and um, that is the main thing that the media is covering. So here's a, there's a cool thing. Um, the, a tool that you can try. So go to, the, if you just type in Google Trends Coronavirus. So Google Trends is a great thing, um, a great tool just to see what people are talking about, what you can create content around, what the media might be interested in. So they created one though, specifically around coronavirus search trends. So you can see, you know, different things that people are talking about. So home science experiments for kids, um, and, you know, like this was, where's my stimulus deposit, um, Earth Day for kids, like there's lots of content and lots of people want things around what what's going on with kids. I was just looking at Amazon's top 100 books um, today, and it's amazing how many of those books are kids books that are beating out like some of like the biggest names in the world and biggest people are like, all right, I got to find something to help my kid with or to give my kid to do. Um, so here's another thing that was interesting for me is that what we're starting to see is a trend towards good news being shared more. Um, and where people, this is an important thing for people to, for you to know is that people are looking for stories of hope. People are looking for stories to inspire them. So if you're doing, um, Sean and Lacey both mentioned that there's a lot of people in the community that are doing things to help people and getting coverage around that, do more. Like you, people want that. Not only do they want that, People need that. People need that to give them hope and to inspire them to keep doing more. So just remember that. Like if you're one of those people that are getting that type of coverage, like don't feel bad about promoting it. You have to promote it because it helps so many people. I mentioned to at the beginning of the other one, like I wanted to come on here and do this training because I see how excited Sean and Lacey and Tristan are about your community. And I get inspired by that. So I want to get like, all right, what can I do to be a part of that? How can I get some of that? So it's really, really important. Now, Sean, Lacey, Tristan, they're not sharing anything. I have no clue what's going on. Then. And I will never send that text and say, hey, can we come in and do a training for your community? So it's a perfect way to understand it. Um, so there, this is, by the way, this is a tool called um, BuzzSumo. And you can go in there and look and see what are like, the, so for example, this is on Inc.com. Here's the most shared stories over the last month. Um, and you can see, you know, what they're talking about. So let's say if I was a productivity person, I would go in and put productivity. 
And I would get to see, all right, well, here, it's like people are talking about um, it being like really hard to focus on things now. This was one of our clients in the Washington Post talking about don't feel like getting things done. It's okay not to be productive during a pandemic. So meaning instead of like it being like what you would normally think about everyone wanting all these productivity tips, um, it's maybe now about how you can do the opposite. Like, all right, give people a break type of thing. And then this woman wound up then also getting on TV talking about like the opposite. So the same exact woman, but talking about why setting a schedule matters and how to really, really um, be rigid. So, you know, like it's the same exact person, same message, completely different way to bring it across. Um, and, you know, here's another one about how same exact woman, how you can still communicate effectively. So how to be more productive with your staff and coworkers while working from home. And that's a woman with a, you know, small business, small following, but being able to really leverage that. Um, and here she is talking about like what happens for her and how it like she had her um, like I think many of you guys had her best month ever by um, being able to really leverage all of that. All right. So now we're going to actually teach you how to pitch which is pretty cool. And we're actually gonna give you some templates. So if you have your cell phones out, just take screenshots of these. And we can also share the- Yeah, we can also share the deck with all of you guys. So you have these, cause these are really, really, really valuable. And you can actually just copy paste some of them and, and send them to the media. So we're gonna talk about two different types of pitching. Uh, introducing to your, yourself to people. So your elevator pitch, that's like when you meet someone, you're like, hey, I'm Jen and I do this, 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 this or sending an actual pitch to the media. So sending an email pitch of something that you can talk about in the media. How should I introduce myself to the media? So let's talk about how to introduce yourself. We have a structure for this. It's called the simple structure story. Now, what does this do? It communicates your expertise clearly. So this is gonna be a couple sentences long to talk about what you do and who you are. It builds relationships. So every time you use your simple structure story, you're gonna be introducing yourself and making a relationship with someone. It has the potential to be picked up by media now or later. And we're gonna talk about that later, but it's so important to always just be telling everybody you meet about who you are and what you do, because you never know this or something better. They could want you to feature you now, or they could just remember you months and months later and say, oh my gosh, I remember that one person. They were an expert in that. And I'm gonna put them in this, um, segment or in this article now. And it reminds you how badass you are and improves your confidence. Because every time you walk up to somebody and you know how to introduce yourself like a boss, you feel like a boss. Right, Chris? Yeah. Or walk what? up to them virtually. Or virtually, 100%. But, you know, let's let's talk about when this is over as well. Right. Um, so this is, so there's two versions of a simple structure story. There's your personal hero's journey or your industry story. And there's three parts of your simple structure story, the conflict, the resolution, and what you do now. So I'm going to give you guys a few examples. This is an example of a personal hero's journey. So here's the conflict. Annie spent many of her years in the 1980s living in a cult that had a strict dress code. She escaped and had a successful corporate career until she received a terminal cancer diagnosis in 2013. Here's the resolution. All right, so... Conflict is first. Yes. Now resolution. And now resolution. After a lifetime of wearing only black, gray, and white, Annie used her remaining time to reinvent herself, transform her wardrobe, appearance, and ultimately her life. Her cancer mysteriously vanished, and her doctors to this day can't explain why. What she does now. Annie helps other women over 50 use wardrobe reflection to transform their life. So that had a conflict, a resolution, and then what Annie does. Pretty simple. Here's an example of an industry pitch for a company. So let's say you have a company. So we'll use cauliflower foods. So here's the conflict. Pizza is delicious family favorite food, but it isn't very healthy. Resolution. Stay-at-home mom, Amy Lacey, discovered that cauliflower can be used as a healthier alternative to a traditional flour when making pizza crust. How they fit in. Amy founded Cauliflower Foods and developed a low-carb, gluten-free, grain-free cauliflower-based crust that actually satisfies your cravings so you can maintain your healthy lifestyle while enjoying pizza with your family. 
simple structure story. Here is another example of an industry pitch when it is a person, so not a company. So if you have you know, your own business and you're just a, a solopreneur. Health coaches positively impact people's lives each day, but many struggle to make ends meet. So this is an example of you know, the overall industry, not just Jane. Resolution. Coaches who have business acumen go on to only not only be beneficial, financially stable, but also make a bigger impact on people's lives and the world. How she fits in. Jane teaches health coaches the business strategies they need to change the world based on her many successful years as a coach. Cool? Conflict, resolution, how you fit in. So we want you guys to write your own simple structure stories, but for time, take a screenshot. We'll send you guys these um, all of these slides so you guys can do them as homework. But remember, conflict or problem, resolution, and then what you do now. Conflict, problem, resolution, what you do now. Okay, so now let's talk about how I actually pitch myself to the media. Now, keep in mind that really awesome, simple structure story that you created, you can also use in these media pitches. So you can use that as your little bio because often it's really good to tell your personal story within your media pitch. And I'll show you an example of that. So I'm going to actually show you real pitches that we send, our publicists send to the media for our clients. So these are legitimate pitches. And there's five elements of a pitch, okay? Number one is a timely news hook relevant to the outlet. So here's an example. So what's timely right now? You wanna think about what's happening in the news right now. Well, right now what's timely is coronavirus. This pitch was done, I would say, right when coronavirus I think this was getting the started. Beginning of March. The beginning of March. So this was a, a little while ago. It wasn't as bad as it is now. We weren't completely quarantined, but you- We weren't quarantined at all with this one. Oh, your daughter was. <laughs> She was, of course, some people were. Um, so the coronavirus is no joke. Besides serious health implications, it's forced businesses to take drastic measure adjustments. So that's the timely news hook, okay? And I just highlighted that on the top. And um, this is, is this the same pitch? Yeah. Yep. So this is um, for Thinkific, and they ended up getting picked up for that. And then as a leader, part of your responsibility is ensuring your employees engaged from afar. So this is all about, you know, how to work remote successfully. Number two is sell the topic first and yourself second. So bad news is they don't really care about you until they do. They care about the topic. They care about their readers and they care about what the readers are going to get out of the actual segment. So I want you guys to put the actual topic of your pitch before you introduce yourself. And here's an example of this. Hi, blank. The greatest challenge we face is staying calm amidst a crisis. And with COVID-19 crisis pandemic in full swing, keeping anxiety in check is becoming more challenging every day as cases and deaths continue to rise worldwide. Then Dr. Sherry McDonald, PhD, is an expert on complex trauma. And then we introduce Sherry. So first is the actual topic and then is you. And there's Sherry McDonald's. She booked that on Your Life Arizona. Number three is create conflict and controversy. Now, there's plenty of conflict and controversy already. So you don't really need to create much more now. Um, but if you're pitching other topics later on, let's think like a year from now when coronavirus is no longer, you want to make sure that you take a stand for something and you create some kind of conflict. So then you want to bolster your claims with stats, facts, and figures. Media loves statistics. They love numbers. They love exact measurements of things. So as many statistics as you can add into your pitch, the better. So, yeah. Oh, no. Oh. With an estimated 57 people diagnosed with COVID-19, the, the illness caused by the new coronavirus, yeah, right at the top of it. You want to put um, all of the stats that you have right in the beginning. And then you see with this pitch as well, um, we didn't talk about Cynthia until like the third paragraph down. So the first, the top of it was your timely news hook, your topic, your statistics, and then you talk about Cynthia. And there she is. And it's really, th this is cool because this pitch ended up um, being a homemade hand sanitizer segment, but that's not initially what they pitched. They had a couple different ideas and they ended up choosing that. So it's keep in mind that it's this or something better. And if you don't know stats, facts, and figures, you can use this really amazing tool called Google and you can just Google them. And that's why I put this image here because sometimes we don't know stats, but it's very easy to find them. 
Number five is provide talking points. You wanna make it as easy as humanly possible for the media to pick up your segment. So you wanna tell them exactly what you are going to talk about, or you can give them options of different things that you can talk about. So here's a great example, Dr. Roseanne Kapanahaj, she is a child psychologist. And um, again, right at the top, like what we said, schools are shutting down for weeks to prevent the spread of coronavirus and parents need help structuring their child's time at home. So that was the topic, the timely topic. And then all the way down, then we talk about Roseanne and like the third paragraph down, and then she would be more than happy to come on the air and discuss the following. Boom, 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 boom. Lots of different things that she could talk about, or she could talk about all of those things in one segment. So it gave them options. And there she is, learning from home in that segment. And then this was another, this is really awesome. This is another example of this or something better. So this pitch, um, we pitched uh, for the New York Times. Oh, and yeah, because uh, one of our publicists saw the article, uh, one of the articles in the Washington Post that this writer wrote, and she ended up giving lots of different options for this writer that they could write about, and they ended up picking it up for the New York Times, which is really amazing. So that is um, Roseanne in the New York Times. Dr. Roseanne Kamata-Hodge, and she had a quote there, which was really, really awesome. So let's take some action. I want you guys to do some homework tonight and you're gonna write one simple structure story and one media pitch. And I promise you that if you actually use it and you start pitching it and you write it exactly the way that we told you, you're gonna get some traction. All right, let's talk about who I pitched. So let's, if you're thinking about TV, um, so this is a great website where it's just called Station Index. And you can go on here and they'll break down the top markets, top television markets for, especially for local. Um, so for example, here's New York and it breaks it all down. You can see, and then you can go on there. Now there, so for example, let's say that you're, you create this as your list and you're like, all right, this is what I wanna get. I wanna get on one of these. So we have a great tool to help you because it's one thing to reach out cold to the people, but it's way better if you have some sort of in, some type of relationship. So we're gonna talk about the top 20. So this is a tool that works every time. And when I say it works every time, it works every time if you do it right. And this can be a kind of scary exercise to do. So I want to invite you all to do it together and hold each other accountable to doing it because it takes reaching out to people and asking people for help, which isn't people's favorite thing to do. But if you do this exactly the way we teach you, you will get whatever you want. And it works with media, it works with sales, it works with finding a date. It can work with absolutely anything, but today we're going to teach you how to leverage it to get media. So what you're going to do is you guys are going to make four columns on a piece of paper, or you can just take this slide when we send it to you later, and you can use this, you can print it out. And in the first column, you're going to do a dump list of 20 people that you know that could possibly connect you to the media or someone that, connect, that could connect you to someone else in the media. So and I'm talking not just business people, like not just people that are your colleagues or people that you know from work or from online entrepreneurial world. Think about your family, your mom, your dad, your cousins, your kids, friends, parents, anybody in your life that could have a connection to somebody in the media. I promise you, you know somebody that knows somebody. And you may think, okay, Jen, cool. I don't know 20 people. I promise you, you know 20 people. Open up your phone, look at your Facebook, look in your contacts. Whenever I look in my text messages, I'm like, wow, I know way more people than I thought. So do that. And then another thing that might come into your mind is you might think, oh my God, I know this person, but I could never ask them for help. I'm not putting them on the list. Don't worry about that. Don't even think about that yet. Just put their name down. I promise. You don't have to worry about asking them anything. Put the name down. So then in the next column over, you're going to rank those people that you just wrote down on how influential they are on a scale of one to 10, not how influential they are, like how many Instagram followers they have, but how influential they are in getting you what you want, which is the media hit. So let's say you're best friends with the editor in chief at Forbes magazine. Okay. That's, that's amazing. How influential are they? Are they in getting you what you want? Probably a 10, right? 
And then in the next column, you're going to rank that same person on a scale of one to 10 on how likely they are to help you. If it's your best friend or your mom or your dad and you've done so much for them and you've got a great relationship, it would be a 10. But if it's somebody, let's say that you met at a networking event or a friend of a friend, maybe someone that you've only spoken to a couple times or someone you, you're friends with on social media, they're gonna be lower on the scale, like a three or a two, okay? And then you're going to add up each person's score and you are going to sort them in descending order. What does that mean? That means that the easiest people to contact are going to be at the top, which is good for you. So you can start getting wins right at the beginning because wins beget wins beget wins. So what you're going to do then is you guys are going to reach out to one person a day for 20 days. And you're gonna start at the top of the list and make your way down. Here's the thing. The people at the top of the list are going to be super easy for you to reach out to. You can just reach out and say, hey, you know, I have this amazing pitch that I just wrote. I think it would be great. Or, you know, hey, mom, can you connect me to the person that you know? It, it'll be easy. But the people that are lower on the scale, the people that have lower scores, you're going to have to do something to create that relationship with them. So what do you think that is? What is something that you could do to build a relationship or garner a relationship with someone you haven't spoken to in a while, Chris? Um, figure out something that you could help them with. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Very good. Yes. So we want to create a really beautiful thing called the law of reciprocity. Now, whenever you help somebody, they just automatically want to help you back. But I don't want you to just reach out and be like, hey, how's it going? What do you need help with right now? Because that might be a little weird. And that's also like giving them a homework assignment, which you don't want to do. Think about the people that you're reaching out to and get creative. Think about what that person could really use help with without even asking. Are they an author? Are they a podcast host? Is there, can you write a review for them? Can you share their content? Can you connect them with somebody else that might be a really great connection, someone for them to meet? Those are all ways that you can sort of just give value to somebody else without asking for anything in return and start to build that relationship back up. So for 20 days, just to recap, you're going to reach out to one person a day, the people at the top of the list, you're going to flat out ask them for help. And the people that are lower, you're just going to reach out or do something to help them to build that relationship so that one day you will be able to ask them for help. Cool? Cool. cool. Okay. Here's an important thing. So for anyone who has got any media or anything like that, so the way that we think about media coverage is that the initial coverage, so whether that's on the Today Show, local news, or anything, that initial placement, that initial appearance is 20% of the value. 80% of the value is what you do with it, is how you make it work for you. So that's so unbelievably important for you to understand. So for people who have gotten media already, um, and just haven't done anything with it, here's some ideas to think about. So social media. So for example, I was uh, in something in USA Today in like November and I never even shared it like, because I had a lot of stuff around that time. And I took the, I went back and looked at it yesterday and I was like, oh, well, this is a great, this is a great article. I put it out on social media and Jay Leno was also in the article, so I just centered it around him. Now, a lot of people will say like, oh, it was back in November, how can you share it now? It doesn't matter. Like, it's more about what people are seeing, how they then perceive me, the authority that comes with that. And as a result of that, I wound up getting an unbelievable lead today through Instagram because somebody had seen that post. It was like, oh, I didn't know that you were in something with Jay Leno. Um, so newsletters. So it's really, really powerful to talk about your media appearances or anything in the media coverage in a newsletter on your mailing list. And the great thing about it is that you can also talk about like your, you can tap into your customers, like what, what are their real burning pains? So you can talk about being nervous, about being feeling like an imposter, about not feeling sure, these types of things, and then end it with the actual media piece. Link out to that, send people directly there. So it's like this thing where they can relate to you, see, wow, oh my God, this they're the same as me. And then all of a sudden, boom, you're hitting them with the authority at the end. 
sales emails. So uh, one of the things that we do is like we'll send out the like in a warm up sequence or keeping somebody engaged, um, even if it's just personally, it doesn't even have to be part of a funnel, but just being, hey, this was an article that we were in, wanted you to see this, and it allows somebody, it gives you a reason to reach out to somebody, and it gives them that third party authority and validation about you. And uh, it helps to not only give you more authority, but also lower the cost of your ads because you're getting people are there like, oh, wow, I don't know this guy, but they might not know me, but I know USA Today, I know Forbes. Um, same with retargeting presentation, just like we did throughout this presentation. And we do anytime that we're talking anywhere, whether that's our own event or other people's events, we're always using media because, and typically right at the beginning, because it will allow people, there's the things that make people lean in. We know media does that. So for example, with Jen, when she mentions that she was on VH1 for 14 seasons, that's something that makes people lean in. So you using media in your presentations and um, as part of your talks. And of course, on your landing pages and just the same way that you'll use testimonials or anything like that, use them there. All right, that's it. We did put together one quick thing for you guys. Um, so a, to get even more in depth, how to get your step-by-step -step guide to national media placements. This is actually a unbelievable talk um, from our event that we we don't ever like give out the event other than to people in our group now. Um, but this is a really, really powerful step-by-step -step guide to how to get national media placements. What you can do is just text media to that number right there. Um, 917-877-0285 and you'll get that and a bunch of other good stuff. Um, all right. I feel like we've been talking forever. Yeah, I want to see all the comments and questions. I want to see Sean and Lacey's face. I feel like we've just been... Hopefully you guys... There they are. So it was called the Super Simple Structure, such <laughs> super simple structure story. Okay, I'm adding the super because it can have four. That's yeah, it. I like that. Super simple structure story. We should add the super. I yes. love it. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so um, somebody when they went to take the um, they wanted they wanted to uh, take a picture of it and their their screen got blurry. Can you uh, recap the five steps? Sure. You want to go? The five steps of the simple structure story or the five? And we'll, we'll send you guys all this yeah. stuff the, for pitching to the media. Oh, I the five yeah pieces of the pitch. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, so you want your timely news hook. So number one is a timely news hook relevant to the outlet. Meaning so right now that would probably be anything related to coronavirus. But Maybe you could go deeper and do coronavirus on national, on Mother's Day, like how to spend Mother's Day during quarantine, you know? So you could relate at anything that's timely um, would be number one. Number two is to sell the topic first and yourself second. So you wanna make sure that the very first opening of your pitch is your topic. It's not, hi, I'm Jen Gottlieb and I am co-founder of Super Connector Media. It's the topic. Wait, you want to Sorry. Pull, it up, pull it back up? I was going to see if I could. <laughs> Number post. three is create conflict and controversy. So right now we've got enough conflict and controversy, but later on when there is it's, no. But it's also just taking a stand on something. So that... Having an opinion. Yeah. So you want to make sure you have an opinion. You don't have to be too PC. Um, they, they want people that actually have, take a stand. Um, number four is bolster your claims with stats, facts, and figures. So the media loves numbers. You can say 60% of people do this, this, and this, and you know, 50% do this, and 25 people, you know, whatever. Numbers and stats, they love it. So put those in there. And then number five is you want talking points that can either be everything that you can say within one segment. So within this segment, she can say this, 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 and this, or you can give options for what your segment could be about. So Jen can talk about X, Y, and Z, um, and just get, give them as much information as you possibly can to make their job super, super easy.
Okay, so I have a question off of that because say you put together this killer pitch, I know that most of these people are probably like inundated with pitches, right? So in an effort to not feel super slimy, how much should you be following up or do mm. you follow up with them? Yeah, you definitely do. Um, Pleasantly persistent, we call it. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, the fortunes in the follow-up and I, I know about it for myself and I think this is an important thing and what I always try to remember um, about it is if you've done your homework in terms of it being relevant um, and it being something that is providing value, then you also have a responsibility to follow up. So I think about it for myself with sales and things that I buy um, from people. And, you know, typically like a high dollar thing, it's where people are persistent and follow up with me. Um, and that's usually who I wind up buying from. Um, it, because like there's a lot going on each day, so I'll miss stuff. Now, if it's stuff like I get pitched because I write and, you know, I'm listed at a bunch of different places and I'll get pitched like um, something about like gardening or, you know, like I live in New York City. I don't, you know, like, I, like and it's so off, off key and like I'll have people like, you know, following up and it's like you can tell it's bullshit. It'll say like, hey, Chris Winfield and like no one talks like that. Like I know right away. So I just hit report spam. That's like, you know, the that's like a horrible example of following up. But like where it's people that are it's the right fit and they've done their homework. I'm always going to like I'll always entertain it or, you know, a lot of times like I'll thank them when I, you know, eventually buy. And I would say be be normal and be a human, you know, like a lot of people, like Chris said, like it'll say, hey, Chris Winfield or hey, Jen Gottlieb. And it, it's so clearly copy pasted, like they followed yeah, up or with 85 people. So if you're just like a normal person, hey, how's it going? I read your last article. It was amazing. Just following up again. I hope you're safe and doing well. And you're a person. I respond to people, even if I don't, even if they follow up and I don't want to do what they want me to do and I don't want to buy it, I still respond. And I'm sure you guys do too. If they send a nice email, that's like a human and not a robot. Yeah. Yeah. Please. Well, don't copy and paste into your emails. Isn't that the worst? And even the font is different. You like, yeah. This is the worst or, or they spell your name wrong. Oh, so we do media panels at unfair advantage and we ask, and so we have these media people up on the stage. And one of the, the most popular questions is what's your biggest pet peeve. And the most popular answer is either when people spell my name wrong, when they copy paste and they, they don't know who I am or they do, you know, and, and it's just a random email. So you want to do your homework and you want to make, because the media, they're people too. They're yeah. humans. You want to make them feel good. You want to make them feel special and like a like a normal person. So Namira has a really good question. She said, "Do you have any recommendations on what you put in the subject line? Um, yeah, specific pieces of the content or so just like the for a headline. So you, you know, or like when you're starting off, whether it's a sales letter, an email, like don't bury the lead. And meaning, so like you're gonna want whatever is that." The, the, the juiciest part in that email. And you can like reporters and journalists like things like being very specific. Like, so if you're saying like interview available or something to that effect, like, because a lot of times all they're doing is scanning. And, um, you know, so if you, if you don't have a relationship with them, you're gonna want like that part to stick out. Um, yeah. So we usually see with subject lines, it's always the juiciest part. It's always, you know, can come or, you know, that conflict and controversy part or that stats part. It's never about you. It's never like, hey, I'm Jen or intro to Jennifer Gottlieb or whatever. Because I used to do that back in the day when I would submit myself for auditions when I was an actress. No, it, it's not that. It's not about you. It's about the topic, the juicy part of the topic. Perfect. Inside of conflicts and controversy, um, what advice? Because we have to just make clear so we're talking to a group of people that for the most part um are, are somewhat have a, a tinge of conspiracy theory to them 
um, for the most part, aren't going to be down with vaccines. For the most part, don't really think that statistically the numbers warrant um, all of the actions that have been taken. However, the mainstream media is not going to be in line with that. Do, do you just say, I don't care, I'm coming with my cleats facing forward and hey, this is my position and see if they'll pick it up? Or do you have to temper it somewhat in an effort to get the coverage? That's a great question. It's a really good question. Um, so I think you pretty much know the answer already uh, because you're a really smart guy um, and how that you had the, uh, the other side to it. So I always think about like, what's the, um, you know, what am I going to be able to get out of it? <laughs> it's like, so if I know that, uh, so if I'm pitching CNN and I'm like, you know, saying that, it, you know, this is all bullshit and, you know, you guys, like, it, it's not going to work because, like, you're, you know, just like Jen said, like, they're people and they have egos and, you know, like, just with anyone, um, just like if somebody um, who had the opposite stance to you wrote and, you know, said that, or like, oh, I hate what you're doing with that, you would be, you, you wouldn't, like, give them time of day, most likely, um, or maybe you would, you like, you know, I, I see you like arguing with people and having fun. So, um, but, um, yeah, so I, I, I wouldn't recommend that. Um, I would recommend having a stance, um, or at least something to back it up. But, you know, I guess what I always think about at the end of the day is when it comes to like the whole conflict and controversy, and this is also how I look at things um it, for myself with even like social media or something like i'm like all right what's the what 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 am i gonna um like taking this stance like how is the, is this gonna move me forward um and move people forward and in this case like there's you know there's definitely arguments for that um you know and i trust me i get it like i look and read everything and about this and like i know like both sides of um, you know, and I, you know, I think we're probably somewhere in the middle um, in in terms of what the truth is. But I, I think it's always about that. Like, is this going to take me off of my mission? Um, is this going to prevent me from helping people? Um, and or is it going to further that? So I just really, you know, have that litmus test. Love it. The Jen, what do you remember? What the homeworks were that you gave? Create a badass list. So that's like, if you don't have your mindset right, you're not going to be able to pitch the media. That is the number one thing because the one thing that's keeping, that holds us back, like think about it. Why aren't we all, we're all experts. Everyone on this call is probably unbelievable at what they do. Help so many people. It's ridiculous. So why haven't they got media yet? Cause they haven't stepped out and done it. Why haven't we done it? For me, it was always the noise in my head that was holding me back that who am I to do that? I'm not, I'm not good enough. What if they say no? Then, I'm, you know, so it's so important to just use the tools that we have available to us to feel more confident and to realize like how badass we are. And that list, just remembering all the cool stuff we've done in our life, how incredible we are and really how special we are. It, it, it changes the game. And then once you, you know, decide to, okay, I'm going to do this, not thinking about you, thinking about the people that you're helping and taking yourself out of it, taking your ego out of it. So homework is number one is the badass list. Number two is you want to write your simple structure story, your super simple structure story. And that's the conflict, the resolution, and then how you fit in. So it's going to be a nice little story about yourself. Then you're going to write your media pitch. And we just talked about the five pieces of the media pitch. And then lastly, y'all are going to do your top 20 list and you're going to do a top 20 challenge where y'all are going to reach out to the top 20 for 20 days. How long, how long realistically would it take somebody to put all of that together? The whole thing, all the homework? Yeah. You could, you could do it in an hour. In a, yeah, we do it when we present and we do that. Everybody does the whole thing in that day. Then you can execute it in 20 days because you got to do the 20. Yeah. yeah, so let's do this. Um, so for all of our BBC members, you have to execute on all four homework. So tomorrow we're going to be with uh, Chris Ducker um, at 12 noon Eastern. 
And then at 7 p.m., we're going to be with Jay Abraham. And for anybody wow. in the club who has completed all four of your Super Connector Media homework. By Jay O'Clock. By Jay O'Clock. <laughs> then we're going to take those people and pick one. I'm going to have James pick one winner. And we're going to give you $250 cash. You're going to Venmo that or PayPal that to you. Wow. And it's for your own good. We're not going to take your pitch and pitch it. So it's for you. Um, so we want you to have 24 hours in effect, to J o'clock tomorrow, to do your Super Connector Media homework. Just complete the four tasks. Email it to me, Sean at BlackDiamondClub.com. And then tomorrow, James is going to pick a winner. We're going to Venmo you $250 cash for doing your work, for putting your message together. So if it's not enough that you want to reach people, we're going to pay you to reach people. All you've got to do is do your homework here, and then we're going to pay one lucky Black Diamond Club member who also took initiative and who was decisive, which is the common trait amongst all successful people. who just say, like, well, I can do that and just do it. Get it done, and then we're going to pay you one lucky winner. And then that years. winner has to use some of that money to reward themselves. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. You have to say, this is what success feels like. This is what it feels like when I accomplish things that I set out to do. So that has to be part of the agreement as well. If you win, you got to buy yourself a little something. I love it. No, we just said the four four. I sent you guys the slides, uh, link to the slides so that you can share that with your community. That would be great. And then I also want to remind everybody, you, you text the word media to 917-877-0285. We put that in the comments as well. Look, this is, this is, a, this is a part of the culture in Black Time Club. Just take action. Like you should not sit there and think like, well, what happens if I text me? Like just text media to the number. Get the free stuff because it's free and it's helpful. And this is always too. I always tell you guys this. We're not when when people are coming on our lives and telling you that they're giving away, they're being benevolent. This is not like, oh, this is always free because I we I always make fun of that. Here's the free thing that was free yesterday, but that I'm making super free today. There, this is actually content that Jen and Chris um, utilize with paid clients. We know we're a paid client. We see the stuff, and they're giving that to you, but it can't just fall out of the sky. You have to text media to 917. I lost it. 917-877-0285. Get on that. Get your phones out and get that done. Alex already posted yep. the uh, homework, the four-step homework. Complete the four homeworks. Sean at blackdiamondclub.com, one lucky winner for $250. Nice. And Chris? I want to meet the winner. Can you intro me to the I just want to congratulate them. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we already told everybody, make sure you're following them both on Instagram. They post amazing stuff. It's always fun, entertaining. And I know, inspiring. Yeah, and I know people struggle with that too. Like, what do I post? Um, just copy Chris and Jen. Like, do your just version. Don't copy their stories. Who is your That's version? Okay. Hey, copy our stories. Copy it. That's great. <laughs> it's my <been> deploy. It's great. <laughs> hey, by the way, just one quick thought. Um, when Jen was talking about the, just to kind of tie it all together to what you said at the beginning, Sean, about like that we're going into the, you know, the next stage. And when she was talking about the badass list, it made, it made me think of something like, what are the moments that you're going to look back on throughout this period that you're going to then be on your list in a few months? Mm. And it, I'd never thought of that until like, this is like, I always say that, you know, the Steve Jobs quote, you can't connect the dots on your phone. You can only connect them looking backwards. But from you saying that at the top and then just hearing her talking about that and me thinking and like, you know, for you guys, like, you know, you're growing this community. You're, you know, you're launching a SaaS product. You're doing, like, these are in, like, the, the, this is, like, the stuff of legend when you really think about it. So just remember that, guys, like, about how you're showing up each day. Like, how do you want to be remembered? How do you want to remember it? How do you want your kids, your customers, everyone to see that for you? 
And, you know, the, the, that's like going to be on your badass. And like, there's hopefully already things that are on there that you've gone through already. You're around, you're growing, you're doing this. So just remember that it's so important. And, you know, we try to celebrate that stuff a lot because, um, we're entrepreneurs, we're really hard on ourselves. And, you know, we have like where we celebrate um, with our unfair advantage community wins each week. We do a weekly wins call with our team um, just to celebrate that stuff. We have a win channel. It's our most active channel in our Slack channel. Um, and so just think about that. You know, how do you want to be remembered and what are you doing today? What are you going to do tomorrow to be part of that? I love that. Yeah, you know what? Not, I, it was, we can, I, this is why I love Chris and Jen too. And uh, but I just love like when Chris like posts and Matthew Kimberly's group and and get going off of that off of his like his energy and his vibe. I would say I would add to that, Chris, because the badass list was a series of choices. We always say where you are today is a direct reflection of the choices you made to get here, where yeah. you are right now. So I want everybody to remember too, when you're doing the badass list, those were choices. Like nobody badass by accident. Nobody's like, remember that time you were an accidental badass? Like those were choices. So you can actually wake up tomorrow and choose. You get to make a comment to be a badass. Because it's a, it's an on-purpose thing. And so that list is also a reminder of the times that you chose and you stepped into that. You, that list is not all series of like, remember all those missteps that led to you being a badass? And I think if you understood that, that's so cool because you wake up tomorrow and you're just like, you make the list today, you think about all the things Jen said, and then tomorrow you just say, why well, get to choose tomorrow to be that on purpose? And imagine that you did that. Like, wow, that would be awesome. And we always say that, that your identity is a choice. And to that, I love that. Tomorrow you're going to be a badass, and tomorrow, you can pitch yourself and feel good about it because it's your responsibility. So mm, yes, yeah, make two hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> I love the cash prizes. This is the best community. <laughs> yes, thank you guys for coming. We super appreciate you. We love you guys. Uh, oh, do you want to? Um, is there any news on Unfair Advantage Live? I know we had a couple of our, our peeps that were, were looking forward to going to that. Do you have any updates there? You don't have to, but if you do. Um, well, it, well, we've done so much more for like the online community part. Um, and just like, it's insane um, the, you know, what we've changed in, around in there. Um, you know, our, the, goal is november and uh so but everything is out of our hands with that uh right now based on as you guys know with events like i just feel like it's uh it's crazy to say anything like definite um but we are in the meantime the community is popping so we're just like pouring value into the community. I released Jen's video today. I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. So I'm excited that you're dripping out. Yeah, yeah we're going to have, we've got Stacey Lindsay, former editor at Goop, doing a, an AMA, just a Q&A for our community this week. We do weekly dinner parties that are virtual, that are like mastermind. So we're just like pouring into them, pouring into them so that they don't go a day without, you know, feeling served by us. And, and the community is, I think, even better than the actual event because <laughs> I mean, things are happening all the time, every single day, instead of just for three days. So yeah. If anybody wants more information on that, reach out to me. I'll get you connected with Chris and Jen. Um, and then of course, let's have you guys back. Let's get a uh, black diamond. So we already had people already registering um, for the, for the spring version. So we'll have you guys back in the fall and uh, we'll get a bunch of black diamond lovers out from New York and whatever. And don't forget, as long as everything stays on track, which right now everything's looking good, Chris and Jen are both going to be at summer camp. Yeah. Enjoy it today. Wait till you get to meet these two in person. Holy smokes, it's awesome. Can't wait. Fire it up. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much. We appreciate you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. We love so you. Fun. Thank you. Thank you, Black Diamond Club.